welcome to the Apex Church Podcast. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to check out our website at www.apexchurch.org.uk and let us know you've been listening. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. It's so good to be with you today and I'm really encouraged by all that God has been doing in the life of our church recently. And I really was so encouraged to have Pastor Neil share with us last week. If you tuned in last week, I'm sure you'll agree it was an incredible message. But today I want to bring to you a word that will be from a familiar passage, but we should never be so familiar with what we have heard on many occasions, that we lose the wonder of what we hear today. So before we start, I want to encourage you to come with an open heart and with eyes that are wide open and ears that are listening to what God wants to say to you today. Have you ever had one of those moments when you've thought about something that you need to go and get or something that you need to do, and then you head to a new room, or outside, or you go somewhere, and you finally get there, and you can't remember why you went into that room. And you stand there, and you've got that blank expression on your face, and people in the room are looking at you like, why have you come in here? And you've got absolutely no idea why you left what you were doing to go into another place to find something or get something that you thought you needed and then you get there and you can't remember why you're there. You know, one of the reasons that we have moments like this and maybe some watching have more, maybe some you have less moments like this, but I'm noticing I'm beginning to have some more moments like that. Sometimes it's because there's just too much going on that your mind is processing at a speed that you can't keep up with all that you're thinking. You're busy doing a task, this thought comes into your mind, that you get sidetracked, you go to fulfill that thought, you get there and you can't remember that thought. And maybe in your life today, you're having moments like that, or you feel life is like that. That even in your spiritual life, you come to God in prayer, you approach Him, and if you're being honest, you're not really sure what you should be asking for. Yes, we know we should ask the Lord's Prayer and we we know there's all these things, but specifically for where you find yourself in life right now, I'm sure there's something you need. I am sure there is something. You maybe can't put words on it today, but my prayer and hope is that as we go through Scripture, that you'll be reminded that when we come to our Father, He has everything that we need. He is our source. And maybe today, that when we come into his presence, we won't be like those that have not because they ask not. But we'll come to him and we'll make our requests known. And he promises to meet all our needs. So maybe that's where you're at today. But we don't need to stay there. Turn with me, please, in your Bible to the book of Psalms. And we're going to read a psalm which you've probably heard since you were a child, at weddings, at funerals, at ceremonies, at life events, if you were to ask a poll in Great Britain, what is your favourite psalm, I'm pretty sure this psalm would come out in top. 
It's Psalm 23. Words that I'm sure that maybe you could even repeat from memory. And in this psalm, David describes the Lord not as his rock, not as a shield, although the Lord is those things, not as a king or a deliverer, although he is those things as well, but he uses a term, a metaphor, a picture of a shepherd. Not a king or deliverer that is distant, not a rock or a shield which is an object, but of a shepherd that lives with its flock and does everything for his sheep. That's the picture that we have, that David, as he reflects on his life and he thinks back to how as he cared for sheep for his father, as he thinks back, he thinks, what is the picture? If I was to describe to you who the Lord is, he's a shepherd. And in this picture, he shows us that he guides our lives. He's a physician, he's, he's our healer, but he's also our protector. Let me read these words to you and you can maybe join along if you remember or read on screen. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Friend, we have a king. We have a champion. We have a worshiper. We have a poet. We have a great leader, David, who had all the wealth he would ever need, who had all the possessions all the relationships, everything that he could possibly want in life. But as he reflects and he tries to describe an overview what life is really all about, he says this right at the beginning. I've got a shepherd and I have found everything that I need. I will not want. I will lack nothing. I have all that I need because I have got a shepherd. And my shepherd is the Lord. And this king realized that everything else in life falls into insignificance unless the Lord is your shepherd. You will always be in want until the Lord is your shepherd. He's the one who leads you. He's the one who makes you do things. He's the one who guides you. He's the one that you follow for all your life. And until you find him, You'll always be looking and searching for something to fill that void in your life. But David says, I found it. Friend, when I found Jesus, I found everything I'll need. And everything in this life that it's temporary and material, 
And some things, of course, have value and importance, but in comparison, without Jesus, without the Lord, they fall away and they will all fade away. You see, Jesus is the all-sufficient one. He's the one that will meet all your needs. And David goes through this psalm and tells us about all the different needs that we face in life and how the shepherd, the Lord, is the one who meets that. Paul tells in the New Testament that God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, all things, all times, all you need. God has everything that you need. He is the one that you need. This is talking more than just being financially stable because you could have all the money in the world and still be wanting. This is about having a relationship with the one who completes you. That your life is incomplete until you find the shepherd. And he is the one that gives you that all you need. He's the one that's sufficient. And because he's sufficient, we are insufficient until we come to him. See, Paul also writes earlier in 2 Corinthians, and not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. Our sufficiency, another translation says, comes from God. Without him, we will always fall short. We will never be enough. He tells us that we will lack wisdom, that we are to come to God for wisdom. He tells us that we can come to him for strength. In Philippians 4, it says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Our own strength is not enough, but his strength is more than enough. And in the Old Testament, we read how our best efforts will always fall short. But the prophet Zechariah told us that to fulfill our purpose in life, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. He is all sufficient. He is the one. And when we come to him and surrender and obey, that in that moment, we become sufficient to live this life. He becomes the source for all our needs. Your shepherd. See, David in the Old Testament talked about the Lord being his shepherd, but in the New Testament, we see how Jesus is known as the good shepherd who lays down his life for his friends. He's the one that's the good shepherd, the one who is the savior, the one who becomes a sacrifice for us. In Hebrews, he's known as the chief shepherd. He's known as the, sort of the great shepherd. He's the one that is greater than any other shepherd or any other leader, any other pastor, anyone else of any sort of religious leadership falls into insignificance compared to Jesus. And he is the chief shepherd that will take us to be with him forevermore in 1 Peter 5. And David has this realization, this revelation, that just as he was a shepherd to his sheep, and all that that meant is he cared for, protected, and looked after his sheep, that is exactly what the Lord is to us. So friend, I want to encourage you today to stop trying 
to make God like you. Friend, you're a sheep. I'm a sheep. Go with me here. God's not a sheep. God is the shepherd. And if you are trying to pull God down to be understandable, to try and get him within your logic, to try and make him just fit in with your set of understanding of how you view the world, how you feel, how you see things, then you have mistaken who God is. God's the shepherd who will guide you, who will lead you, who will make you do things. And when you obey to him, he leads you into the best part of your life. On the right path. His ways are way better than our ways. It's in this moment where we, like sheep, become fully dependent on our shepherd. Our shepherd was responsible or the source of provision for the sheep, protection, and guidance. If the sheep were left to themselves, they would have gone hungry, they would have got lost, and they would have been attacked by their prey, and they would have been left open to themselves. But the shepherd made sure they had enough food, made sure they knew where they were going, and made sure they were protected at all times. Just as the good shepherd leads us, we don't need to be like those sheep that are wandering about, lost, afraid. No, we can follow him, and we can be wise enough to know that he is going to lead us to where we need to be. And this whole thought of sheep is nothing to be like, let's be like sheep and be silly and just, no, it's about being obedient in our discipleship and our fellowship of the shepherd. It's in those moments when we allow him to lead that we find true contentment. That we can say like David, the Lord is my shepherd. I've got all that I need. But when we don't obey him and we make choices that are disobedient when we sin, we end up in these different paths and we create an environment and circumstances by our own doing where we find ourselves in difficult spots. And in those times, we have needs. So all of us have got one of these needs. Maybe today you've got a spiritual need. See, we are all living in this crazy world and everything that's going on in our planet right now, but just our lives are so busy. And, and that picture I started today with, not sure why you've been in a room for something, is usually because they're so busy. And the shepherd here at the beginning of the psalm makes us lie down, leads us to a place of rest. The picture that we have here is of green pastures and quiet waters, which is so different to the world that we are living in today. It's full of frustration, full of stress full of busyness, but the Lord wants to lead you to a place where you can be refreshed, where you can be revived, which your soul can be restored. And you could be watching me today, and if you're being honest, you feel tired and weary and broken, and life is messing you up. And you need in the midst of all that have a moment where you come to him and your need is, Lord, spiritually, I am tired, I am weary, I am weak. Lord, will you restore my soul today? And I want to encourage you that with all these needs, that you take a moment to just stop and come to God and just wait. Think about what's going on and 
what you're feeling and then ask him to meet that need and receive. So today, if, it's a, if you are stressed out and tired and weary, you need a moment where you're just alone with God and you allow him to meet with you and to restore your soul. Not on the, in the busy room and everything going on, just a moment where he leads you by green pastures, quiet waters. But maybe today it's not a spiritual need. It could be a, an action, a need of guidance, directional. See, it says here that he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. David did for his sheep this. This is what God does for us, that he would have, when they were lost, when they'd drifted, he was the one who went and found them and put them on their way. And this is the amazing thing of how God is all-sufficient. He is our Redeemer. He can take our bad choices, and when we come to Him and recognize our mistakes and our shortcomings, He can turn that into a good choice. He can redeem every situation. When we end up on the wrong road, when we come and say, Lord, we need your help, He can put you back on the right road. He can take a bad situation and make it good. That which was meant for evil, God can restore it and use it for your good if you look to him and allow him to guide your life. He always knows the right road. He always knows and he'll always be sufficient for you. See, for some today, we need to stop giving God advice and trying to get God on our plans and on page with us and trying to make him fit into how we see things, but actually just come back and do exactly what he says and follow him down the right road. You're watching today and you need wisdom for what's the right thing to do, how you should be living your life, a decision you need to make. Then you need to come to the one who guides and you need to look to him today as your shepherd. Also, there's emotional needs. Maybe there's something going on in your emotional life that you're fretting about or you're anxious or worried or there's just confusion and there's so much going on. Well, when sheep get lost, they often come between either two mountains or crevices. They find shelter, but if they stay there too long, then as the sun begins to set, a shadow would cast over that crevice. And the sheep begin to think that it's almost nighttime, so it's time to go to sleep. And they get lost, everybody else moves on, and they're stuck in that place until a shepherd comes, finds it, lifts it out of that place, and back to where it should be. What a picture of your life maybe today, that you feel like you are under a shadow. And you feel that your life is in darkness and you feel that everything is closing in on you. That's how you feel. That's what your emotions are telling you. And David got in a place like this in his own life. There was a time when he made bad choices, when he made decisions that did not honor God. He chose for himself someone else's wife and he orchestrated that so that he could have her for himself. And the Bible tells us that there came a moment after he'd fulfilled adultery and murder, when he was confronted, he was at a point where he felt like his life was going to end. But he turned back to God. He showed contrition and repentance, and God's grace came over him, and he was restored. 
But maybe today in your life there's a situation ongoing and it feels like it's all closing in. Well, you like David can turn to God once again. And if you feel the shadow, remember that means that there's a sun. That the sun is shining. And it maybe is behind that mountain. It may be behind that crevice. But it's still there. And the amazing thing with this shepherd, as he comes to us in those moments of darkness, and he is with us. And he is a rod. And he is a staff. And that rod is there to protect us from our enemies. A sheep, it could have been a wolf. It could have been a hyena or something like that. And the shepherd was ready to bat that enemy away. But he also had his staff. And he could put down there into that that crevice and just pull the sheep out. Get him back on his way. You're stuck in life. The staff's there to pull you back. Maybe for you today it's your physical needs and God wants to meet your physical needs. So he says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You've anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows. What a beautiful picture now. Not just of a shepherd, but a shepherd who is a host. And this shepherd, when he went out on the hillside, or when they went, he would always have been tooled up. And he'd had a belt. And on that belt, they would have had a few different things. One thing he had was a wee pouch with some food in it for the sheep. And he'd had a wee cloth and he had a cup with him. And when he found that lost sheep, he would get the cloth, put it down on the ground, take out his pouch with the food in it, the grain or whatever they were eating, and put it on the cloth, and the sheep would come, and it had been hungry, and it would have ate from the cloth, which was the table. And maybe there was wolves or animals surrounding and we're maybe thinking, we've got this sheep by itself, it's isolated. And in the presence of all that going around, the shepherd prepared a meal for the sheep. And he had that cup. And he would go to the water and, and he would scoop up that cup full, overflowing. So that when the sheep saw the cup, that there was more than enough for that sheep to quench its thirst. It had been there by itself, it isolated, it had been alone. But now, in the midst of its fear and everything that happened, the shepherd is there and he set a table before him in the presence of his enemies. God has got enough for you today. God is enough for you. He is sufficient. He is so much that's running over for you. And if you feel today that there is any lack or need in your life, don't look to the economy. Don't look at what the inflation rate is. Don't look at all those things and think, has God got enough for me? God has always got enough. He's the all-sufficient one. When you live your life in obedience to his will and his ways, he will not let you suffer harm. He will not let you go without. He will meet your needs. But he's that all-sufficient one, not just for today, but forevermore. He says this right at the end of this great psalm. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Here we see the shepherd's two sheepdogs. Goodness, mercy. 
those two sheepdogs that would have made sure at the back of the flock, pushing them in the right direction. Goodness. God gives us that which we don't deserve. Every good thing, every blessing, every act of kindness, everything that we see in our lives comes from his good hand, and it's his goodness. The breath in your body today, the measure of health to be up and going, the, the opportunities, the families, the things in your life, whatever's going on in your world, if you know Jesus, there is goodness in your life. Even in the midst of bad things, there's still some goodness there. But also there's his mercy. Where God doesn't give to us what we do deserve. He shows mercy to us. That's his love, which is unfailing. And he takes us from us the punishment that we deserve. He, he takes from us the, if we're being honest, there's a lot of things that happen in our life that we did not deserve, but God was kind to us. And he shows us his mercy. And God is good, not just for today, but the psalmist says for forever. He's sufficient for today. He's sufficient for tomorrow. He's sufficient for all eternity when he is your shepherd. God is sufficient by virtue of who he is. And we are insufficient by virtue of who we are. Human, broken, failing, sinful, needing of a saviour, of a shepherd who has all that we need. Until we recognize him as our shepherd, we'll never be complete. But when he is your shepherd, you lack nothing. And right now, let's go back into that room. Let's come to God in prayer. And let's not be in a place where we're thinking, why are we here again? What is it that I need? I've mentioned a few things today. Maybe you've got a spiritual need. Maybe you need direction. Maybe there's a physical thing, an emotional thing, or... Or maybe it's just something that you need to maybe give thanks for today. His goodness or his mercy. What is it that you need today? Well, we're coming into the room. We're coming to pray. We're approaching the throne of God with confidence. And we're not going to be like those that have not because we ask not. If you need help today, then ask him. And I want to pray with you right now. And you know what's going on. Hopefully as we've went through this journey something has dropped into your mind and you go, I need you, God, to help me with this. So let's come to him in prayer. We come to you, our shepherd, the good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd. And Lord, right at the start of this prayer, we say thank you that you laid down your life for us, that you became that sacrificial lamb, you became the one who took away all our sins. And Lord, as we come to you right now, we realize that in ourselves we fall short, that we are, we are in desperate need of your help. Father, for those that are listening to me right now, Lord, you know their needs, but they do too. And Lord, as we bring our needs to you, as we make our requests known, for those that maybe feel tired and weary in their spirit, Lord, will you restore them today? Just right now, Father, those that maybe lack peace, those that are maybe in their emotional life or just confused and so much going on, feel overwhelmed, will you bring peace to them today? Those that lack wisdom to know what to do, help us, Lord, to obey your direction. 
And Lord, we look to you as our provider. You are the source. And Lord, some are looking at their bank balances and bills and they are fearful and overwhelmed. Some, Lord, are looking at the cupboards and unsure of what this week's going to look like. But Lord, we look to you, the giver of every good thing. Help us, Lord, to steward well. Help us, Lord, to be faithful to you. And Lord, we don't just look to today, we look for forever. And Lord, we make the decision and the declaration that we will dwell in your house forevermore. But it, all this today really comes back to this. Do you know the shepherd? Is he your shepherd? See, this is our shepherd, Jesus, who, as I've prayed just now, laid down his life for you because he's a redeemer, he's a saviour, he rescued you. And I wonder today if you had a moment in your life that you look to that you can identify as a moment when you said yes to Jesus. You've maybe watched online, you've maybe been in church, you've maybe just stumbled across this today, but I want to give you an opportunity today to receive the forgiveness that God has for you. The Bible tells us that we've all fallen short, that we've all sinned, we've all done things that's led us to be like that sheep that just gets lost and wanders away. But Jesus is that shepherd that comes and looks for you. And not only does he look for you, he's done everything possible for you to be restored in the right relationship with our Father in heaven. And when Jesus dies upon the cross, he takes your place, he takes the penalty, he pays the penalty and takes the punishment for your sin so that when you ask our Father in heaven to forgive you of your sin, his blood is applied to your life. He makes you a brand new person and he puts his spirit within you and he promises that not just for today, but forever, you'll be in his presence forever. If you've got a moment like this, or maybe you've been truthful, you've made choices and you've ended up drifting away, you want to make this a moment where you make a fresh commitment, pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you you came into this world and you came for me. I recognize I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Make me a new person by the power of your spirit. I believe you're risen from the dead. I confess you are my Lord. I choose to make you my shepherd and I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, if you prayed that today, please let us know. We'd love to help you on your journey and everyone who's watching me today I encourage you to look to the one who is all you need the all sufficient one the Lord my shepherd